Finding anything useful? Finding something to work with? Trust. Yeah, well, it's an aspect of what the, the, what's, you know the word sadha, faith? Well, it's, it's faith, it's necessarily always the word that fits, but it's in that range of some assurance, some sense of assurance. Uh, and it's actually a, a, a very um, fine vehicle because in one way we really don't fully know what we're doing. <laughs> we don't really, really know this is going to go, you know, to Nibbana or something. We could hope it does, but um, we don't really know if we can do this, really. But is there enough there to sense yeah it feels good, it's okay it's going somewhere useful how do I know that? in myself not without somebody else telling me oh, good. how do I know that in myself? what are the signs tell me that? Yeah. Uh, so that's important because really I guess we're all at the edge of what we know, we do, what we know, you know, progress has to be into what we don't know. Because <laughs> if we know it already, well, yeah, you've got that. Now, where's progress? It's into what we don't know. How do you go into what you don't know? Well, here we go. You know, sense of feeling, some trust in in the process. It it helps also because. I mean, it was quite a few, in my my opinion, and quite a few medis- states you get in meditation. You don't know what to do. What I'm supposed to do next? You don't don't know. So you just, well, let it let it speak to me. You know, let let it guide me. You know, I'm I'm open to that. See see what seems about right. You know, so some of it is just kind of walking in the dark, and so trust is necessary. And again, this is where the doer finds himself stymied because the doer has to have it some plan, some you know structure. And there's bits where there isn't, it doesn't have a structure, and it just has to, you know, structure is good. Structure is necessary, like scaffolding, but you know, it's like structure is like putting a cast on a leg to get it firm and then you've got to break it off and start wobbling a bit and walking and that trust um, saying trust in your own intelligence underneath your thought that's the best way I can put it you know for some reason or another you know you something in you inclines this way towards Dhamma yeah. and you know you can figure it out but something in you inclined that way yeah. Yeah. so that's the nat- we call that kind of natural in- natural intelligence or natural awakening intelligence something inclines towards awakening in the chitta, in your chitta this time, for some people it never does yeah. in this lifetime anyway you know they hear it, oh well Buddhism so what you know uh, others, you know, 
So, where's that? You know, there's the kindling of of, of what's called faith, or it's well, it's worth it's worth having a go at, worth trying. Uh, now that that sense, that's that's in the faith, trust, confidence, assurance. That's in that domain. You know? And it becomes even more important when, when one's, particularly if the mind gets, so the thinking drops, falls away, then you've got to really start to feed it out. And so trust is necessary. Trust is essential. Trust in yourself. Trust in your chitta. Trust in your heart. You know, the theoretical <laughs> basis is is, a, is mudita, appreciative gladness. And how that how that comes into your consciousness, how that you know, that that's that's the that's the theory. Now how does how do you approach that? Um because cynicism tends to, ah, yeah, you know, who does that? So, ah, yeah, you know, so dismissive, uh, uh, or, or see sees the negative aspects of things. You know, it does this, but it also does that. You know, you see the negative aspect, which yeah, do that, and uh, realizing just what that feels like. It's that it's not particularly uh, sweet or enjoyable. It's a sour quality. So we try to find the aspects that um, are worthy of respect, worthy of appreciation in yourself and in others. It doesn't really matter where it is, because it's important just to get that particular quality opening up. And it doesn't just these, these characteristics don't just drop away overnight. They, you know, to some extent, they remain as tendencies. They either disappear or they remain as tendencies. One's got an inclination that way. Uh, but then, oh, that's that. Just, you know, one learns to... to... Um, widen the range you know use a word like cynicism if it's a word it must be a common experience that we all have <laughs> so it's in it's in our range the human range of experience uh, okay so we can all have that experience so you know, don't want to stay in that range all the time or just become, you know, fairy-like. Life is wonderful. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah, it's not. But there is this. So just wi- widening one's range of, of, uh, of, of sensitivity. And that's what Mudita's about. You might see little bits of it. It's a nice place here. 
Yeah. People are trying. Yeah. And that, that helps to to not get in the grip of of the cynicism. Less in its intensity, less in its dominance. Probably remains as a tendency, but you know, it's not not entirely a bad thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, it has the sense of not you know not being a sucker. <laughs> you know, not not just um, naive. But then there's no joy in it. Well, acceptance shouldn't be just a sort of dogged resilience. You know, uh, it comes on gets like they just basically endure. Um, that's okay if it, if it need be for a percentage of the time, but not for long term. <laughs> so you want to accept as best you can where you're still allowed some sense of uh, you can respond in a, in a harmless way. <laughs> like I find that, that statement da, 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 really just about frustrating and really annoying and irritating. Um, I think the best thing to do is just to take a walk. You know, I haven't actually snapped back or get angry or, you know, I've just about maintained a sense of calm. But, uh, you know, I'm moving away from this topic rather than just sit there until you can't bear anyone and then blow up. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a crude, crude example. But And in a way, certainly in terms of being with other people, when it, when it comes up like that, which sometimes it does, one needs in a way to, we need to let each other know because you just don't, one doesn't, we don't know when that's really about as much as I can handle without starting to get numb or overwhelmed so you need to say, oh, uh, um, yeah, actually I'm feeling pretty um, uh, difficult with that or whatever um, oh really? Uh, I just need to take a break that's, that's a reasonable thing to say it's not accusing anybody it's, just, it's claiming it I, it's not you, it's me I'm fine, that's about as much as I can manage thanks yeah, well, we'll get back to this later <laughs> you know, if it's a difficult topic or could you give me a little more space if is, you know, give me time to think about that yeah. so you get off the pressure of it because yeah. when you get to the edge of what you can accept then need to start making signals now if it's with another person you need to make give them the signal in a you know one you can still manage it in a very you know courteous way <laughs> when it's dealing with your own system that's about as much pain as I could manage or discomfort as I can manage without starting to go into feeling locked down you know then I, I do something about it I move I change I whatever, you know, well not whatever, but something that's not um, unwholesome.
And then when you, you know, when one, so one knows that, one recognizes I, I am giving myself that allowance, that means one actually one probably can accept a little bit more because, you know, there's a sense of I'm responding to the needs of this mind. I'm not going to take it into areas where it just can't manage it. And it trust is, there's a sense of trust. Uh, and uh, we have to find our measure. That's a, that's a broad response. So either oneself or with others. Uh, how much meditation you want to do if it's a struggle. Uh, if you can, again it's more difficult, but with livelihood, similar topic. You know, when we do work, work tends to mean we have to put forth energy, obviously. Sometimes there's quite a bit of pressure. If you can do that with a sense of enthusiasm, joy, or, well, yeah, let's go for it, I don't mind giving this a workout. Good, fine. You know, it's not all going to be just serene. <laughs> but I'm in for this. And it's a point where you say, that's about it, really. <laughs> uh, you know, and needle starts to flicker into red you don't want to stay there too long yeah. and so it's knowing knowing one's limit generally our willpower can take us beyond our limits that's true and who knows sometimes that may be needed if in emergency but you don't want to do that as a, as a, as a constant quality What do you want a strong will for? You know, I'm not asking you to tell me, but try to get in your own mind specific about if you want to achieve something or what you want to move towards, check out why you want to do that. Um, you know, there's some sense of motivation, motivation looking for something to be motivated by. Uh, so even though it's, you know, it's all food today I like bananas even though it's all in one way it's all food but my interest today is in bananas or you know, analogy doesn't mean it's the end of the world if I don't get them but if I'm honest that's what I'm interested in that's where the interest arises so you're looking for this some sort of spark of interest because it's, yes, in a way it is all just objects of awareness and so what, we can be aware of all of it. But um, the specific detail to understand in order to integrate that into you, your daily life, is what you, your chitta, is interested in, arises to, or moves away from. Sometimes it, sometimes it just moves away from things. So, you know, well that's not there, that's not there, well what's left? Yeah. and uh, you look for the sign specific details but I sort to sit or walk go somewhere or stay where I am be with people or be on my own yeah. check it out Want thusness with anchovies, or you want thusness with mustard? <laughs> there are all kinds of thusnesses.
<laughs> a little bit, a little bit more engagement might be helpful. So last orders. Nobody's born as a householder when they're born as a baby. <laughs> so, you know, it's not monks don't get born and lay people don't get born. Um, jitters arise in a, in a human form. And they arise dependent on their tendencies. So this is not being an engineer or a you know, farmer. It's about tendencies towards goodwill or ill will, tendencies towards virtue or vice, tendencies, proclivities, they arise in that kind of stream. And so it's household of monk doesn't, you know, it's, it's the tendencies that count, not the, ident- not the conventions or the identities. And the fundamental tendency is, is the kind of inclinations and uh, uh, interests that one pursues, this is called karma. Those generate a kind of pattern or a trend, and this is what becomes a dominant trait of the citta. Uh, so, in as it arises within a within a form, then those basic traits are more apparent than other traits. That's, that's the story of it, and uh, you know I can't prove that. But one may note, you know, rather than wait to death, notice it in this life, what your, how your life is going, and the people you're with, and recognizing, you know, what well, my jitter seems to be inclining towards people who are like this. That, so I'm right now. I'm, every day I'm getting born into something. <laughs> every day I'm arising, waking up into something, and it's a lot better than it was 15 years ago. Well, this is good. Jitter's going in the right direction. And uh, not to get too fussy about too many specific details. You know, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm sick. That's pretty superficial. What are the root inclinations? And so another kind of set of, of practices or themes that I should recommend to cultivate and might be particularly irrelevant when one can't get down to doing meditation so much is called the, the ten parami you know those? so generosity um, ethical integrity uh, simplification um, energy discernment clarity um, patience Truthfulness, resolution, began to resolve, make a resolve, and stay with it. Kindness, goodwill, and equanimity. So, you know, well, could today when I go to work, could I just determine to be a little more patient? When I'm with so and so, can I determine to not tell white lies or fudge issues, to be a little more? This is what's really happening for me, you know, even if it's not so comfortable. 
Uh, so then you, these then become uh, the, the tendencies and the traits of one's chitta. So and those all, we say, you know, metaphorically incline upwards. One, one cannot regret those. One cannot uh, lose with those. Discernment is the process of just not going on automatic, but clearly, no, well, well, no yes, no, yeah. so that we're steering on, on manual, not automatic, don't just coast. You know, take, some, take some time to be scrupulous about what I don't do, what I do do, where, you know, that's, that's wisdom. It's, it's a kind of, it's a, it's a clarification, being specifically conscious. A lot of stuff just happens on the casual, you know. Just oh well, this is what we're doing. Everybody else is doing. Just go along with it. It may be okay, but if the factor of discernment isn't there, then uh, we can glide onto something where the ice gets thin. You understand? And if there is a future life, well, one will have done oneself a service. If there's no future life, you've still done yourself a service. Mm-hmm. It depends on the jitters, quite wide range. There's also awareness. There's another way in which one can express jitta. Mind, heart, awareness, soul, spirit, um, something like that. These other things carry carry their limitations. Heart sounds it's just all emotion, strong emotion, which it isn't. It's part of it, but some some movements of jitta, you don't really recognize them as, a, as an emotion. Uh, mind is, yeah, but mind tends to, we tend to stay in the realm of thought and rationality which is, yeah, that's something jitter can operate, but that's certainly not, a lot of it is irrational. In fact, rationality sits on top of irrational movements, rational drives. Yeah. So, depends how, we, you know, it depends what anything means, really. <laughs> All words are translations of experience. Awareness, perhaps, is, is often used, and that's much more stripped down. You know, jitter in its most stripped down state, like the fundamental ability to receive an impression and be cognizant of that consciousness. So in a way, it's difficult to find because in a way, anything you experience, jitter is there. <laughs> Anything is directly experienced. That that's that's touching the chitta. But it really becomes uh, significant when we're considering calming the chitta. Well, you can't calm your. Th- you know, if you try to calm your thinking, it, it ends up like a suppression. So you calm your attitude towards thinking. <laughs> So it's slightly more beneath the surface of it. Uh, uh, if you're trying to brighten your chitta, then you can't just sit around thinking positive thoughts. 
you're going to go into a sense of acceptance and warm-heartedness towards oneself, you know, then it tends to brighten. Or turning one's attention to something that gives that effect, so then it's more like heart. But then chitta also has the property of being where the knowing is, or the awareness of knowing, where it's a certain sense of... Mm, mm, you know, and that's in its more, more stripped down state. Okay, so thank you.